0: early on, you know? Like, when we get going, people love the, uh, the, the banter that we have.
1: Welcome to episode 13 <laughs> of Odd
0: Sick, okay. This uh, is way harder when we're remote, because I don't know why you actually start. Uh, I started you, the I believe you
1: after the word
2: Sorry, I'm on two... Okay,
0: it's actually easier when we're remote, but I am looking at two computers here,
2: so... Oh, I believe you mean, yeah. hey, everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. So, who... <laughs> Who's that mysterious voice we haven't heard in thirteen episodes?
2: It's your old pal Kim Jong <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: okay. back from brain dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: oh no, I can. can't do that. I Don't care. put that in the episode. Uh, uh, let's start over. Fitting,
1: right fitting for episode thirteen of of Off the Crossbar. It's the lucky one, I guess. That's how that works, right? Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got the gang. We've got Kyle. We've got Trevor. We also have one Jason,
2: from the you may original remember game. if you
1: listen to our. <laughs> yeah, Beth, it was me and Jason, and uh, once it was Charles, but most time it was Trevor.
0: Most Who's fun. Charles? I don't even know who Charles is. Charles Barnard. He's a... Okay. Hey, Charles.
1: <laughs> uh, I would say Charles Barkley, and uh, I was really hopeful there for a second. Oh, I love
2: he Shark had, Tank. Uh, Dunny was on the show once, too.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. The am um, Speaking of Shark Tank, oh, oh yeah, um, I've been watching. Let's let's just uh, let's just start with the fun stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, so uh, let's talk about what we've been watching.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Dragons Den videos. I don't
0: know. What That's that is. now my
1: life. Dragons Den is like the UK predecessor to uh, Shark Tank.
3: Oh, uh, with okay. Lord Sugar.
1: I don't know, Lord, uh,
3: Lord Sugar.
1: He, uh, he hasn't been in the episodes I've watched.
3: All right, there's a it's... guy named Lord Sugar. He's a really rich guy, and he's—I'm pretty sure he was on Dragonstone. Is this show mm. currently on?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh. it's a BBC show.
3: It's been Dragon's on for Den a sounds while. Sounds like a show about a
2: guy selling opium in Turkey in the 19th century.
1: <laughs> yeah, Seriously. instead it's people come and pitch their bad business ideas. Wait,
0: why are you like, watching Dragon's Den instead right of down. Shark Tank? Just curious. Uh, Probably their voices better. sound better. Okay, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Other than that, uh, I don't know. It's it just the still. thing I watch when I'm cooking food, which is like eight hours a day now. Yeah.
3: Trevor, what are you watching? Oh, geez, dude. Um, I finished up uh, pretty much all of the It's Alive episodes from Bon Appetit nice and oh taskmaster that's what i started watching um yeah it's a british tv show it's like they get celebrities Whoa. and they put them through these really ridiculous tasks and yeah it's hilarious it's all on youtube if you just youtube taskmaster i love they've got like they've got like nine <laughs> seasons of this stuff and it's great stuff
1: hmm um, Trevor, I just wanted to tell you that I have started making uh, Brad's, uh, well, I haven't started. I bought the things to make Brad's ginger and garlic paste. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I even have a uh, food vacuum sealing thing. Oh. I forget, what forget what they're called now. But anyway, I've got one they're coming tomorrow. they actually called tomorrow. a
2: food vacuum sealing thing. Like, that's actually what great. Oh, great.
1: I
3: I that's actually I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's called, like, a vacuum seal thing. Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah, one of the, the things device. I really wanted to buy, specifically f- because of that garlic paste video. I wanted to do that.
1: I'll let you know how mine is. I all got right. a cheaper one, so.
0: I know what Jason's been watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. I
1: watched
2: all three seasons of Ozark in about two weeks. That show is oh, nice. extremely good, if any of you have not watched it. Hey, I did like, I
0: talk about Ozark on here I recommend recommend it. last time? I, th- I think did, so, because, because I remember I Trevor
1: it- calling yeah i call it
0: ozarks ah
1: like the oc
0: yeah right the oc is a very similar show right well when you are thinking about the trilogy of the hills the oc and ozarks like it makes sense Mm. um and they should make they should make like a
2: laguna beach lake of the ozarks (laughs) i would totally
0: i would watch the shit out of that honestly (laughs) that would rule honestly (laughs) oh that would suck and be amazing uh i'm usually so man we really are missing out on shows like that i really miss the oc i miss the hills i miss laguna beach because it was like Mm. it was like reality tv but it was like better yeah
2: yeah
0: laguna hills was like reality tv but it felt like more of a narrative you know it
2: was like staged reality tv
0: Exactly. Like it was made to feel like reality TV, but it no way in hell was it actually like reality yeah. TV.
1: Isn't that just what soap operas are? Yes. Not not no judgment, of course. Like
2: it was like a soap opera but w- with real people.
1: Mm.
0: Also, the OC doesn't really count in that, but I uh, missed that show as well. Yeah. Um I've been watching so Okay, Better Call Saul's tonight, so that's that's good. Um Is it like the also, season
3: finale or like the series finale?
0: Season. There's one more series, okay. one more s- oh, nice. se- one more season left, and then it's the series. Series,
1: if you're British.
0: Yes, because they believe right, in, but we're not. So see.
1: maybe we are?
0: So I've been watching, okay. or I finished. I guess I watched Too Hot to Handle. Do you guys want to know
3: the concept of the show? Sure. I think yeah. you know, before you say anything about this, I think this is the show that my roommate started watching the other day. And he both loves it and hates yeah, it's incredible. it. <laughs> incredible.
0: Yeah, it makes you like viscerally uncomfortable and it rules. So the concept is they get all these freaking super hot people who are like desperate to be famous. And then it's like people who probably tried to get on The Bachelor multiple times and The Bachelorette and didn't. Um, but they get them all and bring them to some like random ass resort in mexico like they do with all the other ones and they um it's they all think they're on this like hedonistic retreat where they're just gonna you know do adult activities with each other because they're all super hot and whatever but they find out on the first night that um there's a prize fund of 100k and every time they quote break the rules they they, they lose money and the rules are Mm -hmm. that there's no intimacy. There's no physical con there's no kissing or anything past that. So anytime and a kiss oddly, and and obviously, you know, hijinks ensue and there's a lot of, a lot of people breaking the rules and then Mm -hmm. they have to come together kind of as a group. And, you know, you have to face that group accountability because that prize fund is for everyone. So if, you know, Matt and I were to, you know, gratuitously make out and heavy pet each other where well, that might cost <laughs> the group that might cost the group three k I didn't did
1: so well until you said heavy pet.
0: Sorry. Uh it's a, a price per thing, Kyle. Well that's see that's the question. So now Matt and I have to face the group, Trevor and Jason the next day, uh we're like, okay, well we just lost three K, but it was I promise it was worth it because we, you know, really like each other. And you guys have to decide if you like us still or not and obviously it just escalates from there and it's a great show. Um, you know, highly recommended if you're looking to, uh, be really uncomfortable, but also, you know, laugh and, and cry, um, and see real human development because these are people that brag about, you know, having intimate relations with the opposite sex. They're all like pretty, pretty uh, aggressively straight. And, um, you know, they say I have literally not gone a single day without having sex in like ten years and now I have to go like I two can relate. Weeks. I can totally relate. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. So
1: are you are you allowed to like bring your phone?
0: No. So no, they're I mean. all just why would you you know, you don't need a phone. You're just here with all these other hot well, singles in your area and Yeah,
1: I'm, i could make yeah, it you through, don't need just your give phone. me six sex.
0: It's like no tender needed, you're just
2: right. You're like inside tender basically.
0: Yep. Yeah. Except you, you know, no hooking up. So the whole, the whole thing is like, they're on a retreat to form actual like authentic connections with human beings and seeing them as people rather than, you know, just a plop of meat. So uh, it's a great show. I highly recommend it for anyone who hates trash TV.
2: That's like an interesting dynamic with the money thing. It's like Hogwarts points, but like instead like Harry <laughs> losing them oh, because yeah, he good. got caught in the hallway, it's because he was like fucking somebody, and they're oh sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seriously is. It's the craziest thing. They have uh, to
1: remind me to mark the explicit tag for this. So episode.
0: there's these. There's this one couple in particular that keeps doing things, and um, you know, it's uh, hilarious hijinks. I really. I really, I'm not going to spoil anything, because everyone knows that you don't spoil reality TV shows.
3: This is definitely the show my roommate was talking about, by the yeah, way. It has to and be. The one thing <laughs> it's that all, it's I, all the hotness. The one thing that I remember is he was appalled by how stupid everybody is on the show.
0: Like, Dude, there are people on, on there the that audience. are straight up brain dead. Like, um,
1: like, uh, oh, man. like what's his name from that country over there? Yes.
0: Yes. They're Kim Jong Un brain dead. No, seriously, like, I mean, I hate to be I hate to be judgmental like this, but people who have never had to think a thought in their entire lives, just like, just so hot, so stupid. It's it rules.
1: Another life.
0: And, and watching them try to like have conversations with each other, there is some like like good heartwarming stuff, but there's some stuff that you're just like, you've literally never said anything to anyone that wasn't just, yeah, it's. Hmm. It's good. Highly recommend. Just
1: uh, muscle bound Adonis types.
0: Muscle bound Adonis, just absolute beefcakes. Smoke. Oh, yes. sh- we got we got beefcakes and smoke shows just all around. It's great. Highly recommend.
1: It's like going to a, a real Salt Lake game.
0: Yeah. Section three. 30- of- Section thirty five. Beefcake boys. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I mean, we we do notably have a few friends who uh, work out. I am not really one of those.
0: Matt was bragging about his ability to do pull-ups earlier,
3: so... It was actually... Yeah. It was Hang on, Matt was... It yeah, was not... Sorry,
1: don't, don't pluralize that improperly.
3: <laughs> Matt was sorry. bragging about his ability to do pull-up. <laughs> sorry. Well,
1: I mean, it's not a good pull-up, and it's not all the way, so... Uh, not really bragging yet. When, give, me, hey, give me a week.
0: When do you think the next time we're going to be in Section 35 is?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with March.
0: Oh, a March. Year from now,
3: 2021.
1: Uh, a yeah. year from last month, yeah.
0: Oh, it's April. Uh, isn't
1: that crazy it's almost the end of april
0: remember how january was like literally six months long and then now we've just been like this month melting away
2: 10 years Mm -hmm. along
0: i feel like every day drags but then you know it's already april it's already 420 plays it so who
2: knows it's 420 in the fourth month of 2020 it's 420 420
0: Wow. Is, is 420 really Hitler's birthday, or is that just something <laughs> Oh, yeah, cold? it totally is.
2: Like, a bunch of awful shit happened on 420. Like, Columbine happened on 420, I think. And, Did it really?
1: And, yeah. Uh, uh.
2: I may be wrong, but I think the Oklahoma City bombing happened on 420. A girl <laughs> that happened,
3: it was the anniversary of it was, like, two days ago. Oh, my, mm. oh
2: no. April 19th. Oh, dodge a bullet yeah. there. Well, not really. It was not today.
3: I just remember Twitter was ablaze with that. <laughs> Yesterday.
1: The day before. Okay. And sorry, I'm just
0: bad jokes. There's a girl I'm friends with on, on Instagram and she has posted all this stuff. It's her birthday today. She's oh, like, Happy, happy birthday, birthday, to birthday to me birthday. and all this stuff, and I'm just like I know what you and someone really bad have in common. <laughs> it's her birthday. You should have replied <laughs> me like
2: happy birthday to Adolf Hitler also. <laughs>
0: I I held back
1: a little bit. Very bold from the Robert E Lee facts guy.
0: Oh, that's what we can talk about. We've got the Robert E Lee facts guy <laughs> on the pod. Uh, yeah, that's how, me. H- how was your favorite holiday this year?
2: It was pretty eventful. It was good. Uh, did you get as much
0: traction this year as in oh, years past?
2: Last year was the first year I did it. Uh, it was pretty much. It was pretty equal. Like nice. I think I gained like 5000 followers and like 200 of them have already unfollowed me cuz they're like, "Oh, we didn't that come rules. for you. We didn't come for your normal tweets. We just came here for
0: Yeah. the Robert E Lee jokes." How many DMs do you get about how I'm many a- get, angry DMs oh, did you dude, get? Oh dude, I
2: get a lot. Like with like racial slurs in them. Sometimes I just want to screenshot oh. those and just be like, oh, "I'll just throw this out there for everybody to see." Uh Yeah. And then um, I had this guy this ruled. year who was just DMing me Robert E. Lee jokes that were the worst jokes that you have ever heard in your life. Like, they were just. I want to be, clear, I'm I'm be like, to that, I dude, thanks for sending those in. Like, I didn't, but I just, like, he said, Robert E. Lee was so stupid, he took a ruler to bed to see how long he slept.
0: Uh, that was okay, so joke. he was literally just doing like your mama jokes, but with yeah. Robert, e. <laughs> uh, Good. Robert E. Lee.
1: Robert Robert E. Lee, Lee was him so to Jason.
2: stupid. When thieves busted into his barn to steal his horses, he ran after them, screaming, "You forgot the saddles!" It was. The, he sent uh, me just. A, it was like a day of those. Man, that so sucks. That's
3: has, has that made you reconsider being Robert E. Lee fax guy?
2: No, it made me feel better about it because mine were actually funny.
3: Um, Yeah, there was good stuff in there, Um, and
2: then I get a lot of people who are like, "Hey, Robert E. Lee was my great great uncle's cousin's brother
0: or some shit." Like, like I get five um, of those probably. It's like, oh man, you should probably burn your family tree then. That's no. It's always
2: people who are like, he he also he sucked a lot. It's oh, that's
0: proud of it. No defenders. (laughs) There are like a surprising amount of Robert E. Lee defenders on Twitter. I don't know if it's surprising actually. There's just like it seems like a weird. Hill to die on, like the hill that he died on.
2: One of the ones um, I tweeted this just, year was uh, Robert E. Lee's only victory is the fact that 150 years later he still has reply guys because there's just like, honestly so many people that are like, no, no, wait
0: a second. He was a really good general. He just and he didn't actually like slavery. He actually hated slavery.
2: He just loved. He just loved
0: Virginia. He, That's all. When like. you just love Virginia, I wonder. We should get Randy's take on uh, Robert E. Lee. See what he thinks.
1: Let's not.
3: Can we never, ever do that, though? (laughs) (laughs) Remember how fun last year was?
2: That's the flag guy. That's the flag
3: guy. You're right. Man,
2: here's a nice transition. I was thinking about this the other day. If you guys actually want to talk about Real Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, sure. Let's talk about
0: RSL. Let's go.
2: When When Jason's bringing us back on
1: topic, then we know it's time. (laughs)
2: When is the last time that you like actually had fun <laughs> supporting Real R- Lake? Because I was have fun at
0: games old. with these guys. You- See, like me living, so you're in- you struggling because like you're. It's yeah.
2: awful, dude. It's so bad. Like I can't even remember um, the last time I was like, ex- I was like, yes, I'm gonna watch the game this weekend. I'm excited
3: to sit down and watch it. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's-, it's been a while for me to be like excited about the game. But I've been excited about like going to games. Exactly. Yeah, That's... The thing that I get excited about is like homebrew or you know hanging out with friends and like that all that kind of stuff. That's a blast. Making fun of the team in the stadium. That's a blast.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I miss yelling at Brooks Lennon so bad. That was so fun.
1: You know who I miss? Who? Really miss Luke Mulholland.
3: I do oh, too. Man. Miss that guy. I, I don't.
1: Well, I needed to I recover. just I don't you know, miss him. Clear things up.
2: I miss so, screaming at Louis Gill. No. Oh. To just like, to just like, do anything. Look like he was trying, like just a little bit. Like, I, I hate to be the like, you're not even trying guy. But he, by the time he was like on his way gone. I remember when there was like, Matt will know exactly what I'm talking about. There was like a ball in the corner. Where we are, where 30 section 35 is, there was a ball played into the corner, and Luis Gil was like 20 yards away from it, and Sebastian Jaime was like 30 or 35 yards away from it. And Jaime got to the ball before Gil did because Gil was just like trotting, just like didn't even care in the middle of the game. It was awesome,
1: obviously, not that fast. Jaime, right? Yeah, yeah, it was not a speed demon,
0: but yeah, I uh. I wouldn't have like I I don't know I was talking about it before the season started where all that all like that ba- all, a lot of bad stuff started happening right before the season started and we were like I was like feeling really bummed out and I was like dude I'm not even excited for the season to start anymore but then these two guys were like it's gonna be I think Trevor went on a really nice like monologue about you know fresh fresh beer at nine a.m. Um, walking into the stadium just completely blitzed. Uh, just hanging out with the boys in, in, in thirty five. Yeah, I was like, Oh man, everything. that actually yeah. sounds super fun. Every Yeah, and it was really fun. We out. had really fu- we had a ton of fun at that one game. I had a I had a blast at that one game. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Like I
3: genuinely had a really good time, but again, I, I don't know that it was because I was excited about the team. I was just excited about MLS being back RSL being back. And now yeah. it's not.
1: <laughs> so uh so so Some let's more. transition this a little more. Um, what is what is currently the least fun thing about Real like the and, uh, Jason, why don't you why don't uh, you on know, this? Uh, it's the
2: owner. It's not even close. Like in my, I mean, maybe someone has.
0: No, it sucks her. so bad. The owner and his and his. I I think of Andy Carroll Run as an you?
3: extension of his of the owner. So whatever. Yeah, I, I was going to say Andy Carroll, but only because Jason i don't mean stole doing like me a trash me. talking
2: way but i think it like ties into like the it just is such a drag on everything because all of the whole like we're a community team and uh, the fans. team is the star rsl family uh it's just out the window dude like for me i mean and i don't know a big part of that is because i'm not there to go to games every week so i'm sure there's people that <laughs> Uh, no, that's
0: a pretty common feeling we're all having too. Even even being there, it sucks.
2: It just sucks, man. Because it's like RSL family. Just kidding. You can lay off your family. Like that's something people do sometimes, you know. Especially
1: yeah, I mean
2: they're, when they're billionaires and they can afford to keep paying you. But...
1: Yeah, and that that's the thing for me is like RSL like is really like nothing more than a billionaire's plaything, like we're yeah. a toy DeLoy Hansen has it's a drop in the bucket uh people like to talk about the good things he's done and, and certainly I don't want to say like oh the academy is a bad thing or
2: right he's
1: put up a bunch of futsal courts around the around the state that's great um I think that's a positive thing but they all come with like a demonstrable gain for him whether that's a uh you know a tax write-off with those futsal courts uh, because it's coming through the RSL Foundation, which is a you know a nonprofit, um, or it's you know this is a, it's an asset that will like add value to the club if he were to sell it, and he he yeah. hasn't done things that benefit the club in a non-physical, non-immediate sense, and that's that's the thing that like just keeps wearing on me week after
0: week should we talk about what's gone on the last couple of weeks so since we recorded last what what happened last time we recorded what had happened i guess
2: i don't listen to this
0: show so i don't know yeah okay I, i'm asking the patriarch of the show
2: oh <laughs> yeah like i said i don't listen to the show no, i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: <That's> oh, <bad. laughs>
1: very disappointed in you jason i'm, I'm not kidding. surprised mind you but
0: that's it's actually a lie. He DM'd me one time talking about something specific I said. So ha, oh, really? Owned yeah. publicly. Matt, go take us away.
1: Uh, so since the last time we met, uh, Ray also like furloughed a number of employees. Oh, you last guys time haven't talked
3: w- about this yet. Oh man. No, I thought it, I thought oh, no. I thought it had happened. Had it happened? I thought we recorded like the day that that, that it was announced.
0: Oh like, yeah. Announced. Okay.
3: Mm. Yeah, it did cause I and I was talking about how yeah.
0: Anyway, I continue. Yeah,
1: we yeah, will we'll edit it. this part out, of course, because that's what we do.
0: <laughs> yeah, edit that out.
1: Um, so, uh, as you can imagine, some of us were, I think, rightly so, unhappy about that. Um, I think the club was uh, was hasty in it. Uh, the the club put the priorities of you Know one man ahead of basically a, a number of probably people who weren't paid probably that well. Um, that's they one thing we know about Real Salt Lake is they're not like paying these people particularly well, probably. um, yeah. They're and and certainly you can see that in sports, like people want to work in sports and there are only so many jobs, so people just and you know, it, it gives billionaires a chance to, uh, manipulate the market forces a little bit, which is uh not great right um, I'm definitely not reading the chats out loud um, so so since then uh, uh, th- there there was a bit of an uproar uh on uh, social media because that's all the outside world is anymore is social media yeah um which is weird but that's kind of how it was for a lot of us before anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so so with that being said, you know, the uproar, blah, blah, blah. Um, it really came to light that the club is still collecting season ticket money and has no intention of stopping at the time being.
0: Despite the fact that Deloitte thinks that the season is canceled.
1: Oh, has he said mm. that?
0: Well,
2: it's been hinted at. Yeah. Allegedly. I
0: don't. I don't know where. I don't know where that information came from. Just kidding. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, supposedly he thinks the season's canceled, but they are still collecting money. So.
3: Yeah. Well. Um, never mind. Keep going, Matt. I'll yell about it later.
1: Yeah. Um. Don't. You'll have plenty of time. Yeah. Um. So from there, uh, as the uproar kind of continued, um, one Andrew Carroll, um. Uh, I shudder at the thought, um, decided he would host a number of town halls over Zoom, which in principle, like I I can agree with, right? Um, Interacting with your customers in a way that gives them a chance to have their voice heard and to answer any questions they may have. Um, And again, in principle, I think that's a good thing. Um, As somebody who wasn't there, uh, I'd like a volunteer to uh, talk about what happened in those town halls.
0: Trevor, you were in a different one than the one that Jason and I were in, right? No, I was
3: in the same one that you were in. Oh, you were. You
0: you talked. Yeah, I think
3: we I think we all had the That's one. right.
0: Okay, so I was in the one that Jake that Jake was in and um Miles Okay,
3: so Talk about that one because I heard some stuff was said and people were not happy about that one.
0: Um okay, so Jake went off about Jake was was super upset. Um, and I only caught the tail end of what he was saying. <clears throat> and then it, Miles took his turn.
3: Jake, and, we should clarify, is Jake Simons. Post about a live. Everybody knows Jake. Everybody likes I Jake. I think
0: he'd like to be called uh, Jay Simons to keep it a little bit more an- anonymous.
1: Jake S <laughs> <F, maybe laughs> would be better.
0: Yeah, okay. Jake sorry, S. J- right, yeah, you're right. J. Jake S. Oh, sorry. JS. Uh, okay, so. I only caught the tail end of what Jake was saying, but then miles was going super hard at at Andy, but in his super like polite, I'm a, I'm a father kind of way. He's like, he would start out his questions being like super nice. Um, and then he would just like, he would just stab him and twist that, that sweet, sweet knife. Um, I'm trying to remember what exactly his question was. It's been like so long. Um,
1: I think it's been like less than a week.
0: He asked him multiple times or he asked him, he asked him multiple questions, but the the last one that really got him was like, he was like, Hey Andy, um, miles again here. I work for a company. I'm a, he's like a director level or whatever. And he had a salary cut, a lot of salaries cut, a lot of layoffs that happened. And he was like, We've had to. We've experienced a lot of these similar things that RSL is is doing to their employees right now. But we, as an organization, made it a priority to make sure that all employees had benefits um, after their uh, their furloughing. Can you speak to why RSL decided to not do that for their employees? (laughs) And Andy was just like, he like was following him and was like thought that miles was being really empathetic at first and then he hit him with that question and then he was just like no i can't speak to that <laughs> and it was just like his entire mood just like changed and uh miles didn't ask any more questions after that i think um oh also after J- when jake was done speaking he was like he was like, Jake, I'll just call you personally later. So I don't know if that call ended up happening. He tried calling Jake, and Jake was in a meeting and couldn't answer. Um, but in that call where Miles was speaking, um, Matt Murphy was in that call as well. Um,
1: who we had on the pod.
0: See. Yeah, who we did have on the pod. So with
1: Special correspondent Lucas Muller.
0: Absolutely. So the thing with, with Andy is that he just kept um, – He kept going back to the same. I mean, obviously, he had the
3: things he was going to say.
2: (laughs) The same three things. Dude, it was so.
3: He he answered like every question with pretty much the same information
2: for for this community over the last ten years. Like he's invested that was the one so much money in the which is true, but dude, no one gives a shit. Like no one gives a shit about any of that. When people there was that.
0: And then he was like, "Other other organizations are doing the same thing. Even the Jazz." He said that in every town hall oh, that, that, I, worked, that I went to. All that is make
2: the Jazz also look bad.
0: Yeah, and it's like the the Jazz aren't. Sh- Gail Miller isn't striving for like a level of notoriety that that Deloy Hansen is, and that's like one of the bigger problems with it. So anyway, when so I joined the second meeting too, the one where I actually asked a question as well. Um, mm. But uh, the one where Jason showed up with the Deloitte Hansen smoking a pipe picture, uh, and Andy was like, see, someone's having fun with the profile pictures. <laughs> uh, it was so bad. Um, but anyway, so it was he, – he did the standard like this is what's happened. You know. I know you guys have a lot of questions, but then he makes people – he's like, I know you guys have all these questions, and I'll get to answering those. I don't know what's going to happen with the season. I'm talking with the league. He acted like everyone's questions and issues were with specific. Like everyone's just clamoring to know what Andy Carroll had to say about when, when is RSL going to start, Andy? Because I don't have any other, other any other outlet to follow to figure out this information. So he was acting like he was the one disseminating this information that everyone already knew. Like um, clearly, we don't think Andy. Just has the magic answer about when the league's gonna start back up. Um, So then someone joined and was like, Hey, Andy, I haven't been able to go to any other town halls. Can you give us a rundown of what other questions were asked in other meetings? And he was like, Yeah, Uh, people asked like what players are up to during this time. He kept lobbing himself like super easy questions. And then he, um, somebody started talking about the layoffs and then he was, and then he went into his whole, you know, Deloitte's done so much for the community and that I think the media's been really unfair. And I, I have no idea what media he's referring to, other than the social media rumors he was upset about that accurately reported <laughs> that he was about to furlough everyone the week before he actually did.
2: Yeah, he, he said the media, specifically... the media had been unfair
0: to Deloitte with the reporting. Which, that's what pissed me off. So that's when I decided to actually ask something or say yeah. something.
2: They weren't unfair, they just reported what happened. Like,
1: and plenty of people talked about the the numbers of coins he may have bought for. Okay, million. That's so. that's
0: what he's actually mad about. So, yeah. and we know that by extension, that's what Deloitte's mad about. The people are talking about his personal decisions, and so you know everything else had been pure. This is what's happening at the club. The only thing that had like gone into like speculation and like editorial is like you know Deloitte bought a one point three million dollar dime last year. Is it? Does that look bad on him now that he's the first MLS owner, maybe other than Minnesota, but they're less wealthy or whatever, um, who's furloughing employees? Like, that's the only question I saw posed about his decision making. Um, And they were very clearly, like, super worked up about that.
3: That was one of the things that Andy said. Um, It was like the second or third time somebody brought up um, the coins or, or they came up. And Andy was like, look, guys, I'm not going to get into Deloitte's personal life and what he does on his own time. And we we're all like, it's it's in the news, dude. Like, we know what's going on. Why are why do you feel like you have to hide this? His uh,
1: his, his coin company who works with David Lawrence Rare Coins, I believe it is, uh, put out press releases about him like buying these things. These weren't things he tried to keep on the down low on a personal like in a personal way. He's striving for, like, the most comprehensive collection of U.S. coins. And he's hit it. Like, good for him, whatever. Um, for me, that's it's icing on the cake of, the like, the badness that's going on.
3: You can't separate those two people. You can't have, like, the sports owner that's benevolent but not able to do everything that he wants to do. And also have the multi-billionaire guy that buys coins. You, those aren't two separate people. So as much as Andy Carroll wanted, like he tried so hard to try to separate those and and make people focus more on what he's done for the community. And he kept putting out all kinds of numbers that to be honest, didn't really make sense. Um, He he also
0: was talking specifically earlier about how they have to keep paying the players, even though we know that salary to an extent, I don't know what that level is or what exactly the balance is, is paid out directly from the league.
1: Yeah, so everything outside of designated players would be paid by the league through the single entity system. Right. And now, now each owner does pay into that as part of their investment uh, because they're owner investors or investor operators, I think they call them. Um, but they're they're not like pure owners. So Delo Hansen owns the, the RSL organization, which is DLH Real LLC, I believe, um, which that right there tells you everything you need to know, I think. Um, I forget where I was going with that, but that, that's the idea, right? Is he's responsible for the staff, for facilities, for the stadium, um, and then designated player salaries beyond the 450 It's not 450 anymore. It's like 575 600 whatever it is now, um, above that, that minimum water. And then uh, discretionary targeted allocation money as well, although I'm not sure exactly how much of that we've been spending. Well,
3: well still we to, come, have... to come out. And be like, oh the owner, it's okay, guys. He's still paying the players. Like that's step one. Like that's that step contractually for, that's obligated. To step one. Yeah. yeah, like you don't get credit for paying players. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: we're still paying the richest people on our staff, so yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh Andy took a Andy took a pay cut. He was. He told everybody that it was. I don't a know if you guys heard. It was
0: a substantial pay cut. It took a pretty substantial pay cut. Yeah, he was very quick to mention that when he was talking about how unfair the media had been. So, yeah, that's when I. That's when I said something because he went on this like mega rant about how media has been super unfair. He does the same things. The media has been super unfair. Everyone else is doing these same decisions. He talks about how like Lionel Messi is taking a pay cut, and I was like, I. Do not give a shit what Lionel Messi in Barcelona are doing at, at all. Yeah. Um, he said like something about he was talking about Barcelona, he was talking about all these clubs, he was talking about all these organizations, he was like, even the jazz, um, and all this stuff. And and then the other one was and then so uh media is unfair, everyone else is doing it, uh Deloitte's invested so much money into the community. Like that's that's the same things he kept saying. And so I was like Dude, like people are not upset because of the media. So when I said something, I said people aren't upset because of the media. They're upset because like people know people or people themselves that like, you know, we're all friends and family with or whatever have been impacted directly by these layoffs, whether they're furloughed, laid off or have pay cuts or whatever. And it's not just like people are just unfairly, you know, being mad at everyone. It's like these people are having very real negative experiences And you know, you can get a cut from your company and still like the company you work for, or, you know, and it's, it's not the end of the world, but it's like the series I I said to him, the series of events of like people thinking they're going to get laid off. Oh wait, no, those were just rumors. Okay. Now we're actually doing layoffs, but the, we're telling the media two seconds after we email all of you that you might get laid off. Um, and then addressing you as a dear staff member or whatever, um, (laughs) Kind
1: of easy, I, I yeah. use uh, the mail merge functions.
0: Exactly. Like it's just so impersonal. It's so awful. And so I talked to him about and I said, like, there are people who, like, some Miles asked him this as well earlier, and he didn't have an answer. And I kind of alluded to it as well. But it's like, and we talked about it last time on the podcast that there we know people who are good people that work in the organization that simply work there still despite all of the ownership or the ownership and Andy Carroll and all the higher ups, but because of the people that they work with directly. Um, And if these people are leaving, like, and we know how little, like they're offering under market for a lot of these positions and people are willing to stick around through all of these things because they like who they work with and they believe in some aspect of the club or whatever. And after this, is that still going to be a thing? Like I, I doubt it. There yeah, was a
3: question a... that was asked on the, the town hall that I was at. Somebody asked, and I forget who it was, but it was a really good question. They, they were basically like, all these people that are furloughed or all these people that are laid off, the people that aren't guaranteed jobs again, what is it about the RSL culture and what is it about working for RSL yep. that's going to keep these people – that's going to have these people want to come back? What's going to keep them from going somewhere else to look for a job? why are you so confident that we're just going to jump back into this and everybody's going to be happy to work for RSL again after the way you treated them with this. And Andy had the most non answer to that. He yes. like yes. simply just didn't answer. He just waffled for a minute or yeah. two and then was just moved on to the next question. Like he just did not address it at all.
1: It's yeah, so the sports is interesting like that, right? Like, People want to work for these organizations. And I I wonder in a post COVID 19 world where uh, many, many people have lost their jobs, like if they start to see sports owners as not the benevolent saints of sporting life that they once may have thought they were, or if they didn't think that, like what's what's the minimum threshold they're willing to put up with, Or, or the maximum threshold, I guess, the threshold? I guess you don't have to specify minimum or maximum with the threshold. Really good at podcasting here. Um, somebody save me, save me, save
2: me! No,
0: you're you're good. Well, Ky- Jason, Kyle's go.
2: question, Kyle's question, like it wasn't really a question. It was just like a kind of a response to Andy. Was like. If Deloitte wants all of the like accolades for all of the stuff that he's done for soccer and like he wants to be there to help the team lift the trophy and he wants to be the face of the team, which he obviously does. That's obviously like his goal. I mean, like you said, the DLH real thing is like just that's another hint that that's the thing. Like you get the notoriety that comes with the bad stuff too. It's not like you only get credit for the good stuff. You can't just fire everybody or furlough everybody and expect there to be no blowback whatsoever like people are just gonna be like well it sucks that you fired me but i appreciate those futsal courts that you built in west valley like, those, <laughs> those are pretty dope sorry i can't yeah. buy groceries this week yeah but, like uh-huh, man there's it's it's a it's, there's two sides of the two million dollar coin yeah that's <laughs> basically yeah,
0: that's, that's what i said yeah so I, I channeled that thread that matt had where he was basically like matt said it super succinctly and on on twitter that was talking about that exact thing but you can't you can't be the guy that gets the credit when dude like to to be hoisting a trophy like less than six months ago i don't know how long ago that was at this point i don't i don't don't know or don't care six
1: months
0: months ago and then to be thinking that you're absolved of all of all blame when you lay off like a a gigantic portion of the staff and then like yeah you you cannot have it both ways and that's why that like that's why when when they say like oh the jazz are doing it too like gail miller doesn't do the same things Deloy hansen does yeah it's it's shitty that billionaires are laying people off and i and i have that same type of contempt for the millers who are doing similar things i guess i don't i am less in tune with that situation um because i care less about the jazz usually um but like i don't see the like type the of like, like empire that Deloy hansen is like crafted with himself as the face of that he's on the field he's in the stands he's banging the drums he's talking to reporters he's the face and the voice of the club so often and then when this happens he's gone why was he not on those zoom calls like why was it andy why couldn't he speak for himself he bailed on a row on he he not only okay so i we we haven't talked about deep breath yeah sorry anyway (laughs) he he demanded a like uh, refutation to the original Salt Lake Tribune article that was written about the decisions that we're making, and then agreed to an interview with—I don't know if it was with Alex specifically or if yeah, it still was... it would have been with Alex. Okay, and then he just canceled out of nowhere. Um, after was it after they did the first? I don't know when. At some point, but it's like you—you uh, you can tell how absolutely obsessed they are with a narrative, and for them to be so upset that it's gone this way is just like. I don't know if they genuinely are surprised by it or if they're just thinking that if they cry hard enough then like it'll change and people will magically see all the futsal courts you know, flying in the sky. Um,
1: and, and to be like fair, those are still good things, yeah, right? Just, they don't erase the bad things. They don't they should be considered separately and and you know I, I don't want to say like, oh Deloitte Hansen only built those because it was a tax right. If they're Plenty of ways to get a tax write-off, um, as we've seen. Uh, but, yeah.
3: That was, def- that was uh, the question that I asked Andy. Because um, he spent... Did you also like... ask
0: him to come on the pod, too?
3: That was the second question. The first he question did. I asked him was, like, it, it seems like he was... Andy was just on there like defending Deloitte. and that was the only thing he was doing on there. It didn't he wasn't... seem
2: like it. Like that's what he was doing. Like that's his sole reason for being on. Yeah. The it thing was so him.
3: weird. It
0: was just like it was a Deloitte henchman. It was like nothing else.
3: And I asked him just point blank, like why Deloy wasn't there, and again, he gave a very non-committal, boring, not really answering the question to answer. Where he basically was just like, "Well, Deloitte's a busy guy." And I'm like, great, he's not a busy guy. Like you guys have said, he's not a busy guy when the team's doing well. He's not a busy he's not too busy <laughs> yeah. to go on channel two news when we sign a new player. He's not too busy to do all these, but he's too busy for the fans when he does something that clearly everybody is very upset about. Like yeah. again, it's just the same thing. Yeah. You can't be in the spotlight when everything's good and then not be in the spotlight when everything's terrible. And then get mad that everything's terrible, and get mad that people are saying, "Hey, this is terrible."
0: Oh, that dude! Those calls suck so bad. I I hate Andy so much. He seriously sucks so bad. I hate the whole like. I don't. It it honestly bugged me too that he was in like pretty nice like like nice clothing (laughs) like you're on a call with supporters you don't need to be dressed up anyway everything he does just like rubs me the wrong way like perfectly whether he's like defending deloitte to like a weird extent like it was so he's like yeah like even going into like the coin thing it was so so strange but it it, no one's saying that like deloitte shouldn't have i mean some some are saying, but like people on the call weren't saying like Deloitte should be, you know, should seize the coins and like pay the players. But it's like, is can someone like this take take credit for the good things, but also make these these decisions in his life that also lead to, you know, not being able to play the people you call, pay the people that. Pay the people who you call family over and over again and who you have made to feel like they're part of something greater than just a business or a sports organization. And then they're just gone instantly at the first sight of like, you know, they, they, they're they like, oh, we're not getting the, the money from the government. Guess we're just laying everyone off instantly.
3: The other thing Small that – yeah, The other thing that, that really got me like genuinely upset was how many times he talked about how much money Deloitte has spent. That sucks he, so bad. He was quoting numbers and I appreciate that Deloitte has spent a lot of money. That's great. <laughs> but he was talking about how it costs like Deloitte loses like $12 million a year or he spent like $150 million out of his own pocket. And the only thing that I could think is every time Andy quoted any of those numbers is like how much would it cost to keep those people employed for three months? For three yeah. months yeah. how oh, much more would it cost it we're not talking hey, millions we're talking a hey, couple jason. of thousands of dollars
0: jason yeah. should share some fun math that he did the other day
2: <clears throat> math, oh math yeah great, oh man. yeah
0: here's some fun i think math. you dm'd me some math
2: i did i, I so, gotta go I'll hang out with it if we assume that delroy hansen is worth 4 billion dollars which is pretty commonly reported as his like net worth obviously yeah. that's not like liquid cash but that's like no, assets of so, it's not like
0: he just has this many bills sitting in his house. It's not Jason. like he has a room full of gold
2: <laughs> coins that he just dives into like it's Scrooge like, McDuck before he goes to bed every
0: night. And of all the billionaires on Earth, he is the closest to being somebody who's literally sitting in a pile of gold <laughs> coins. So.
1: No, no, it's vintage US. It's sorry. Yeah,
0: they're not gold, they're silver dimes. Or it's right. It's, it's worse than gold. Hopefully yeah. it's not
1: mercury. Well, maybe yeah. mercury dimes. I don't know.
0: So,
2: if his net worth is one billion dollars or four billion dollars, four billion dollars, he could pay one million dollars per month in payroll out of pocket uh, every month for the next eighty-three years and still have three billion dollars <laughs> left.
3: I want to make it clear, that's though, even the, with like, all, even with that math, like he's not paying a million dollars in payroll.
2: I know he's not. I, he's not. and that's why the like. The, well, he's spent this much just makes everything worse because everyone knows his net worth. It's not like it's not like he's he's only worth, you know, 50 million dollars and he's he's invested half of it. He's invested like it's like me taking the change off the top of my washing machine and like giving that to someone and be like, yeah, dude, I'm not going to give you anything else because look at all this change that I gave you.
0: Like Jason, okay. Jason spent a lot of money investing in this microphone for this podcast today. You cannot expect him to be handing out literal pennies to people on the street when he's invested so much money into his microphone for this podcast. He downloaded Zoom, Trevor. These things aren't just free.
2: It's just like. when you bring up how much money that he spent and you know his, va- his net worth and how much money he has available to himself, if you just keep bringing up how much money he spent, then all that does when you think, Oh, he's spent all that, but it makes him look like the fucking dragon from the Hobbit. That just absolutely. It yes. doesn't do anything with it.
1: J- Jason, I have to stop you there. Yeah. That dragon has a name.
2: Oh, well, sorry. What's his the name? Dragon? is Smog. Yeah, Smog there we go. The yeah. Smog. Smog. It makes him look like Smog the Dragon, just like <laughs> his money because he won't pay people for a couple months. And it's like a drop in the bucket for him.
0: I know. We're supposed to be impressed that like he kept Andy kept saying Sir, this many hundred whatever million out of his own pocket or whatever. And that was for what? That was to enrich yeah. his own investment. Like you know, you know, don't, we, think that we, he's we know how much he's plan. asked. Exactly. So he's put 150 million in. We know right now that he if he were to sell the club, he wants somewhere north of four hundred million dollars. So he hasn't invested this money thinking that, like, oh, this is just out of the goodness of my heart. He's invested thinking, like, I'm already asking for at least twice as much as I put in, and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. So
1: yeah, it's, it's a business venture.
0: Exactly. Like, I, I think no that's allowed,
1: other... right? But but it's the it's the the problem isn't that he's done it that way, right? It's that he's taking credit for the good things while doing that and refusing to take credit for the bad things.
0: If he was riding around in a convertible after we win MLS cup year after year after year, because he keeps pouring in millions of dollars to buy a, a single DP striker would be great, but multiple <laughs> and, um, and he was in a convertible Mustang driving down Harriman main street, waving to all the freaking horses out there. I'd be stoked. Great. Dude, keep doing that. Whatever. I don't care. But like, yeah, it's whatever, man. But the other thing, too, is like
2: he he has invested money, but he's also like notoriously a cheapskate about the team, too. Like there are lots of things that were, oh, this almost happened. Oh, this almost happened. But the, the money wasn't right. We didn't have the money. Uh, da, 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 da. But then, many, yeah, like really that happens. All we'll talk about is the money that he spent.
0: How many times did we hear like the deal was over? completely agreed, but it got to Deloitte's desk and he wouldn't sign the wouldn't sign the dotted line.
1: What about that Italian guy that Mike Pecky didn't want?
0: Uh, he's well, published. he's not Italian. He's, oh, he he's went published. to Italy instead and was tearing oh, up. Oh,
1: oh. If he was what Italian, was he Mike
2: Pecky definitely would have signed him. But
1: <laughs> I like completely fr- forgot this guy's name.
3: Christoph tech. Christoph tech. Yeah, <laughs> term, so, A Polish. Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, it's oh, 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 been oh, gone Mike. so long i've just forgotten yeah. every fact
2: if his last oh. name was pizza we would have signed him in a second like, no
0: Christoph pizza dude a- <laughs>
1: Second only to uh his twin brother christopher pizza, uh, pork roll
0: oh, Kevin, oh my heaven lasagna dude is he still is, is pecky liking tweets i haven't checked his twitter in a while
1: let's look it's this is why we have a podcast
3: dude This is my favorite part of the podcast. What's Mike Petty up to? Our coach that hasn't been a coach for like 10 months now.
0: March 13th, he liked to tweet about Rudy Gobert.
3: The other thing, too, I was going
2: to say, Kyle, is just because you said you don't follow the Jazz as much, is like, continuously comparing them and saying, well, the jazz did the same thing. The jazz are like notoriously cheap as shit. Like that is their awesome. like, reputation. The it's not a positive comparison.
3: Like that was the
2: other cheap team in town is also letting everyone go. Like, it's just not, it's not painting a good picture.
3: Yeah, that was the people... point that I wanted to make um, when we were back bitching about Deloitte. Um, we, we mentioned Minnesota United, like they were the first one to like announce layoffs and furloughs. But like you expect that from Minnesota. Like I don't know who their ownership group is. Maybe I should before I go on a rant about it, but I promise they're not worth 4 billion dollars. Looking that. Minnesota is obviously a part of an ownership marketing. group
0: they're they're part of an ownership group and i so i don't really know what's going on over there cuz remember how the united healthcare ceo is part of that ownership group oh yeah so congrats Meyer. dude you were only outbeat by the uh, health insurance executives so nicely done
2: not just any health what's insurance that? executive the guy who resigned because he was under investigation for securities fraud that's bill murray like
0: absolutely rules
3: yeah but a team like minnesota like who's <laughs> Here's the end of it for me, like laying people off like the second you can to protect your investment or for whatever reason is just such a small market move. And I understand that Salt Lake is a small market. Like I get that. But if your owner is a billionaire and your owner has talked about wanting to bring a trophy to this place and make it seem like play with the big boys and and be a big market club, like you can't do that and then do this super cheapo move. Like, you don't have the money to pay. He does. He's got the money to pay people. He, Like I said, the math works out. He could pay these people for 80-some-odd years, and he'd be fine. But
2: yeah. the well, first time he that he's got to pay somebody
3: for, for three months yeah. and lose a little bit of money for three months, that's when he ducks out. Like, that's just such... The cheap space small market mentality Dude, thing. No, I, so the, like
0: the it. other thing he's cutting he's he's using this as a, as he's cutting across the board so he's cutting at the radio station super hard too yep. um which <laughs> uh the last rsl show was actually really good jake jake was so mad it was really but like good. he said
1: uh, actually really good
0: yeah it's I usually sh- sh- it's usually shit but like this time just kidding um <laughs> So Jake was going super hard because he was talking about how Deloitte basically just bought that radio station just to be an outlet for like himself advertising, right? for, like yes absolutely so his he,
1: advertising empire he's built
0: yes he'd rather he'd rather not have to pay anyone else for advertising he'd rather just advertise as much as he want on his own thing
1: for corner but, bakery and all um
0: that. yes, exactly, so I was talking to my friend who works for um r s l stuff and this person said, uh, "Let's see. Um, radio stations just cut most of the twenty-salaried people that work there down to ten hours a week at minimum wage. Um, at a radio station, like, are people listening to le- less radio currently? I think um,
1: probably a bit, right? Well, um, here's, I don't know. Here's, but advertisers would be less prevalent, at least.
3: Yeah. Like, okay. here's the other side okay. of that coin: is like, radio. There's reasons to cut people. Like, to go back to the jazz." They laid a bunch of people off from all of their sales teams. Yeah, my buddy cars. got
0: laid off and like, from the uh, automobile.
3: And that their... part of it makes a lot of sense to me. But the part of it where you're a billionaire and you have a billionaire plaything, and it's okay if you lose money on it because you've already spent $150 million and you don't ever expect to see a dime back because you're never going to sell the team or whatever the hell he was saying. That's where you can definitely Dude. afford to keep people.
0: So, Okay. Yeah, so you're not, you're not running a business earlier, at that point. Just totally. Yeah. So what I was mm-hmm. saying earlier um, about how people—why would they want to come back after being like this—is going to be the nail in the coffin for a lot of people who they would probably like to get sure. back at some point. Um, but this this friend of mine has a friend. Well, described Andy as having terrorized people. Um, this person doesn't have to deal with them very much, but has a friend that tried to quit because or was threatening to quit specifically because of Andy um and Deloitte didn't want this person to quit and moved this person at, to the to an entire different part of the uh Deloitte Hansen empire just to get this person away from Andy um so like that uh, like people have these experiences with the organization already and we're still willing to stay for whatever reason like I Sports. can't imagine yeah.
1: Hashtag sports.
0: Are, is that just gone now? Like, that's. I don't know.
1: I guess we'll find out when sports, if sports comes back. Because I don't know. Do you guys oh, think is uh, oh, go, go on, Kyle.
0: Sorry. I just was. No, you I, I I I tweeted that. I tweeted about how I didn't check 30, uh, Twitter for 30 minutes and Kim Jong un died, Adam Driver canceled, Trump banned immigration, and there's a gigantic repulsive baby video. Someone said, Do you want some free oil? I forgot that oil dropped to like a negative value today.
3: <laughs> 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 so, dude, why is this? Whatever, man. Were you going to ask why is this all happening? Because. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we, we all know. I think we know. We all know. There, hey, uh in, many factors.
0: In case you guys are wondering, Arod and Jennifer Lopez might buy the Mets. So uh maybe we can convince them to buy a local Salt Lake City soccer team. That wouldn't I, be I the
1: feeling they'd be bad owners too, but yeah. Uh,
0: I don't
3: care. Just about a hunch. Anyway. A Rod buys the Mets. Like, that'd be good. Trevor the baseball mm-hmm. fan speaking for a second. Arod's oh, also, um, the Yankees. Who are the crosstown rivals of the Mets? So it would yeah, be very interesting. That's, about the Mets.
0: That's a that's that's great Uh baseball insight. Thank you,
3: Trevor. Um, um, I'll put it. Also, in he'd fans. be the I mean, second former or recent, more recently retired Yankee to buy a baseball team. Who's and the other earlier, one? Fucking destroyed the Marlins so hard. So that'd be he bought the Marlins. Yeah. 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 Or, oh, I, I did I don't know if he like bought it by himself, but he's definitely like part of the ownership group. And they got wait, destroyed.
0: Jason, aren't you a Florida sports fan for some reason? Not yeah, the Marlins. I'm
2: not a Marlins fan, though.
0: Is it the Jaguars? Uh, Yeah, and the Heat Jaguars. Oh, uh, okay. Um, what was I just going to say? I had something Have you guys this read day. this
2: article that Alex posted like three hours ago?
0: Oh, I was actually going to bring nope. that up where he said that like this is... So, a- a- another I think thing can wait Andy...
1: five minutes to bring it up so that I can read it.
0: That's I a good know. call. So we, we mentioned uh, that Andy, what Andy was talking about, but he kept saying that also that this isn't just a this year problem. This is like, this is next year too because he had some like calculation where he was talking about how they're screwed for next year or something.
3: Yeah, he was talking about how like that's part of the oh man that's part of the reason why they need to continue like keeping our season ticket money. Oh, season ticket money. This year's money is helping to pay for next year, and if we lose all of the money this year, then next year we're not going to have any money either. And we were like – "Yeah." I don't know if everybody else felt the same way, but as he was talking in my head, I was like, yeah, but I need that money right now, and I know that I'm not the only one. Like if sports dies, that's a bummer, but if I die because you're holding on to my money (laughs) – that sucks way more. <laughs> obviously, it's the
0: same thing. with Like when when people defend landlords, when you view something as an investment, you're assuming a certain amount of risk. And at any point, there's a certain amount of risk where you say this investment can go completely, you know, top top
3: ass tits up is
0: yeah whatever. Up. I couldn't think of the non <laughs> whatever tits up also works. So
1: Jason hit the explicit tag pretty early on. We're good.
0: Okay, yeah. so at some you're you're assuming a certain amount of risk. Albeit when you buy a sports team, you, that risk is pretty small that the entire league is going to be just canceled. But there is that risk still. And so to think that you're like, like, shouldn't you always be prepared for that risk? Like we demand working people to be prepared for that risk in case they lose their job and can't pay their bills for one month or a medical emergency. So why can't we demand a billionaire owner be ready for that little risk of where the sports league get canceled and he has to pay employees that need to survive. Like it's insane. They're just like, oh, we're actually relying on your season ticket money that you're paying for for tickets this year. We actually need that for next year. So the tickets that you had last year that was for this year. So sorry, sorry, Trevor. You're it's time time for you to die now.
3: It was just we such will, like. Uh, Trevor, we'll, sure. we'll do a memorial episode. That's actually for why you, you. they're probably
1: to
0: on the podcast, Trevor. It was just a test run to
2: replace you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're just sorry, a- it awaiting hurt. the inevitable with you, Trevor.
0: Yeah, well, we all are. So
1: you brought it up so i don't feel bad
0: yeah i genuinely thought you had coronavirus like, few, like a month ago trevor so i did too i, I know thought some wild i made shit it very clear I I really like across three different
1: episodes like jason,
0: jason do you think had- you had
2: coronavirus uh yeah my mom is a nurse and i got like deathly ill and had like a fever and like all the things that you read about as symptoms and this was before it was like it was probably like the end of February, like maybe middle of February, not exactly a month ago. And I, my mom, like I never get a fever. The last time I got a fever was when I was like 14. And I had a fever for like a week straight and like fatigue and couldn't breathe. And I was just like, oh, I'm probably fine and just kept operating like normal because <laughs> it was, the you know, they hadn't even talked about it like being a thing here yet. Yeah. And so now the whole time I, now I'm just constantly like, "Damn, did I have the did I have coronavirus?" And so like, I know, makes dude, me
0: you should get the I antibody test uh, unless you have to pay for it. I don't know about that, but you should get that and see if uh, you have. But the, the thing antibody. is, like,
2: nobody I know got sick, so the chances of me having it and
0: nobody, dude, you never know because uh, there are people that are asymptomatic that that carried it and then. Never knew they had it. Also, what I was going to mention earlier is that Trump just banned immigration on the exact same day that Georgia's governor announced that he was reopening bowling alleys, gyms, hair salons, movie theaters, and all that. So it's been really
1: itching to go to a bowling alley. So uh... I've been
0: just, you know. When I'm thinking about germs and thinking about being like really yeah. careful, I think about just love to get my hands on some bowling balls, dude. I and saw just a tweet rub all up that in said, the grease.
2: it said uh, coronavirus is traveling first class inside a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good.
1: So uh, much like the mountain goats, I'm going to Georgia, yeah.
0: dude. It's
1: that was bad. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, there I have so many thoughts. Did you see that tweet? That or I right, wasn't a tweet. So we had that that really cool protest in Salt Lake over the weekend, like there were in other places.
3: Oh yeah. those super cool. cool. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: But did you see that one sign that said, well, there was censor our voices, get a cap in your ass. I love that one. (laughs) Um, But the same lady, she had two signs. I think they were like on opposite sides. So one side said, censor our voices, get a cap in your ass. The other side said, our face masks, the new condoms. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) They're government mandated and you must wear them at all times.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I well, hate. Now, I've been, I've been, I've been walking me. around. I've been rocking around with this condom on for months and I just want to take it off.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. dude.
2: I'm going to the grocery store. I <laughs> better <forever. laughs> this condom on before
3: I go. Before just I in case. <laughs> just in case, Jason. You never know. Okay? Better safe oh, than sorry. My gosh, dude. It's so. <laughs> It's like... <laughs> like, here's the thing: uh, you people in Utah say or do a lot of dumb stuff, and like being born and raised in Utah, like a lot of times I get where they're coming from, even if it's stupid and silly. Like at least I can understand their point of view. I don't get that one. So okay, we are... spent like an hour thinking about it today at work, and I can't come up. With
0: anything Dude, it. it's I I yeah, it sucks so bad. Um,
2: the best protest sign I saw was the girl that had like a my body, my choice sign, but it was yeah, about dude. wearing a mask. And she was wearing dude, a mask dude. while she was holding the sign. Like, just completely negating the whole point of everything that she was doing.
0: Dude, there are so many incredible images that came out of this weekend. Like, the lady in front of the Baskin Robbins that said, liberty <laughs> or death. Yeah. Um, there was, the, And then across the street. These are all in Huntington Beach. The, across the street was the stay at home oh. equals communism or something like that. Yeah. And then... There was the ones in Colorado of like the healthcare workers who were like who were standing. The yeah, they were just standing there on red lights. They were just standing in the in the crosswalk and they were just people screaming at these nurses. <laughs> like This is the land of the free. <laughs> Dude, you idiot nurse, free. you dumbass nurse, you communist nurse, this is the land of the
2: free. Uh Yeah. What, what do a... you, a nurse, know about what is going on <laughs> this, this pandemic?
0: you idiot you you complete dumb idiot nurse what do, what do you think is happening i so man it just sucks so bad everything is so bad Which which sucks because uh, people are people should never i mean we all agree people should never have to have to choose between going to work and like feeding their families but like a lot of people are in that situation because of how pit and the help that did come or is never going to come is and was so like people genuinely want to work and but these people protesting about how some county mayor telling you to stay at home so someone's grandma doesn't die is not tyranny so rolling out with your like sks rifle is not changing yeah that fact it's <clears> so <throat> embarrassing the people so you got are like on.
2: I need to work because I have bills to pay. While they're wearing like three thousand dollars of fucking Ghost Recon cosplay <laughs> gear, or just like Dude. they just well, get those all people, my pity.
0: The people like, who need to work are literally are either on hold with unemployment or at line at the food bank right now. Those are the yeah. people who actually need to be working. So these people that be that are speaking on their behalves who are just seeing it as an opportunity to roll out in the ghost recon kit from Modern Warfare 2, dude. It's just insane that they think that they're speaking for someone when they're all, oh, it sucks so bad.
3: I feel like all three of you will know more about this than me, but wasn't there a whole bunch of reporting being done about how most of the people at the, at the protests were not like, Workers, so much as no, just like, no, like landlords was, and like business owners, uh, and like, dude.
0: And and there was literal funding from like, yeah, not I, I don't know about this state, but in, in Michigan specifically, where the DeVos family is super big, they were paying people, um,
1: busing and to, protesters.
0: They were literally, well, I don't know about if they were paying, they don't know if they were chartering the bus, but they were, um, yeah, it's they were it's, encouraging
2: it's, voters to come from other states. And then they, the worst thing too is like. There was like 50 fucking people at these... Sorry, Mac. Matt, I know you have to keep marking my... my. <laughs> sorry, estimate. Mac. No, no,
1: Yeah, I just marked it exposed at <laughs> once for the whole yeah. episode.
0: Mac. Sorry, Jack. Matt.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kevin. Yeah, uh, Mac, sorry, but, John, uh, I, I don't think I'm ripped enough, so...
2: No, like, there's like 50 people at these protests, and they get covered like... It's like a fucking like, Bolshevik They zoom out. Yeah, there was so the one in Ohio... People.
0: Yeah. yeah, they like at Ohio. They zoomed out, and it's just like, like I mean, when you're taking a photo in front of 50 people, it looks like a ton of people. But when you zoom yeah. out, it's just like a bunch of freaking nerds on a block. Not um, so the not the Mac kind of nerds. Sorry. Each other.
1: Um, yep. the the one in Salt Lake did feature my least favorite person in the universe,
0: Who? Uh, and Glenn Bundy. Oh. Dude, I. That that should be enough to tell you that these protests are complete bullshit. That the Bundy dudes, dro- like, did flew in on their Apache helicopter to join this protest?
3: Like the Dude. actual criminal, Ammon Bundy. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. It, uh, Ammon, Ammon. If I were black, I would have been dead ten years ago. Bundy. Yeah, yeah. that guy.
3: Like, hold up a federal building that, with guns. When you, when everything?
0: you, when you, when you just f around and do an armed insurrection against the state building because you're mad like dude yeah
1: um i was really annoyed by all that in part because it made driving downtown just insane like downtown on a saturday is usually not like the best traffic right but it was just horrendous and i thought why are these people not staying home and then of course i saw the protest and i was very unhappy i remained unhappy for the rest of the day which is a personal problem, but I blame them.
0: Yeah, it's their fault. Yeah, um, yeah that's that whole thing sucked so bad. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, should, should, should we reel podcast? this one back in? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Well, what what other RSL stuff is going
3: on other than? Um, I, pulled up, I pulled up that article. <laughs> oh, oh
1: yeah, yeah. Talk about it, Trevor.
3: Uh, there's just well, there's a couple things I want to point out. Um, this gives a number for Andy's pay cut. Uh, he said he took a 20% pay cut on his base salary and a cut of more than 50% of his total mm. compensation. I don't know how much Andy is making, but I promise he'll be fine. Yeah. We um, only
2: got a furlough, took a 100% pay cut. So, <laughs> so fuck off.
3: Exactly.
0: And that 100% was far less than whatever this 20% ended up being.
3: Uh, there's a piece, uh, a sentence in here on uh, where to go. I wanted to quote it because I know it's not true. <laughs> Um, oh, while Carol did not say whether any sponsors have backed out, he did intimate that some were struggling. He specifically said on our town hall meeting that sponsors have backed out. Oh,
1: that's, uh, that's something.
3: Um, let's see, where was the other tidbit that was also neat? He said two things and one of them is not true. And I'll let you figure out which one it is. Hmm. Um... Oh, damn it. Where'd it go? He also said
2: uh, all of the upheaval this year would probably cost Deloitte like 10 to $12 million, yeah. which is like okay. that's a large sum of money for most people, but it's really not a large sum of money for someone Yeah, I people, mean,
1: he, he he's so in one of the more s- stable industries, right, by focusing on uh, apartments and not other forms rare, of real estate.
0: Rare coins. Yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. For- I wonder. Okay, I wonder if uh, we we should ask people who live at his properties to see if he got they got an email from from his company saying, "Hey, we know you just got your stimulus check. You should pay us rent immediately." That type of thing, because I've seen
3: that popping up a bit. Speaking of, hmm. I got that phone call today from my landlord. Yeah. And, hey, yeah, why didn't did you get rent? your uh... Didn't you get your stimulus check? Exactly. <laughs> he said,
2: "Yeah, I used it to buy a gun." <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> much for the podcast, you might want to cut that out, man.
1: No, I'm good.
3: That's one of the rules, Jason. You should know <laughs> I mean, that.
1: You used it to buy a gun rack. Yeah, yeah. Even though you don't own a gun. Sorry. I, now I just uh, want to watch Wayne's World. A uh, gun, let alone many guns, to necessitate a gun rack.
0: Man, this this sucks. That ends my um, uh,
1: Wayne impersonation.
0: By I way. uh, what's what are the what is what's the uh, RSL team up to? What's uh I see Sam Johnson doing workouts on his stairs. I've seen that a couple times. I wonder who films those. Um, Timers, and his Albert. I've seen Albert uh, play soccer with his his fiance and their daughter. That's that's cute. Mike? I guess. I
3: thought I thought they were married. Are they not married?
0: I I don't know. They've just I think they've just been engaged for a while. All right. Um, Afraid of commitment. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's the 12, 12 reasons for life or whatever Jordan Peterson's book is.
3: Oh, nice. um, I found those yeah. two things that are uh, not true. That she, she has, has
0: to she has to dem- she there. has to democratize herself first before he can marry her. Oh, um,
3: all
1: right, Trevor. All right. Trevor, go. Uh,
3: he said, uh, "This is." good news um he said he is not worried about what the current and potential financial losses of the club could mean for the future viability of the franchise he says it's not an existential threat the team's not it's because the holder's
2: hard. a fucking billionaire
3: yeah but if he had paid threat. people maybe they would have gone i think that's what he's saying anyway
0: um, dude no there, there are okay. So, do we have an estimate about how many people were laid off? Oh, he also wouldn't give numbers during the town halls. People yeah, ask how many
1: I've people were no laid numbers, off. I've seen no numbers, although, uh, he explicitly we start said,
0: them he explicitly said, "Yeah, I can give you those numbers." And people are like, "Okay, what are they?" And he was like, oh, like a, like at a later date, I'll give you those numbers." He he <laughs> yeah. said that at least two two or three times in the among those town halls.
1: Maybe they weren't done laying people off, or
3: no, I don't think so. with no
1: intention of bringing back. Oh, I think yeah. there there's probably plenty of that going on as well.
3: Uh, Andy Carroll is also confident the MLS season will resume in 2020. I also,
0: I think so too. I, th- but it's not going to be in a form where we're going to games.
1: So let's uh, let's reel us back in. Let's end with that question. Okay. Will we? When will we see MLS again?
0: Kyle, oh, go on TV. I think we will. In I general. think we'll see it on TV, dude. A- okay, so you know, you know, the MLS, MLS heads are like. Uh, super by MLS ads, I mean the executives who were Heads like the business. Does anyone remember what, what A- Andy referred to as the MLS without fans, but it's, it's only on, t- on TV. It's only broadcast. Do you remember what he called that? I can't.
3: No, I have no idea. What you're talking he about. He called it. That's just called, USL.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, so, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so so he's he called it like it was some like dumb name where it was like like MLS MLS 3 experience or something like MLS vista or some some dumb name where MLS basically XP? They, yes I, I, MLs what was it it was some name where it was basically like they've already developed a branding strategy for MLS without fans so MLS, when I heard and him addition. say it was it was like yes and oh, when does
1: that mean it was so bad
0: Sorry. uh Unrelated. no you're fine That's so because because he talked about their them already he didn't even explicitly say it. he just referred to it as that and acted like people knew what he was talking about but he called it that which whatever it was it was super stupid it reminded me of just like when the word synergy was it MLS. <laughs> MLS synergy no. MLS MLS synergy like energy after the s so it's like MLS synergy could huh. be what it is um
1: maybe anyway really.
0: because because he, i can tell he and MLS have already had discussions where they're basically talking about this whole new branding thing where it's actually cool that you can't go see a game in person. Um, I think it's going to be this year, and it's going to be um, gotcha. July. I think oh, it's going to be July okay. at the earliest. <laughs> anyway, that's that's me, but we're not going to any games this year. Trevor,
1: way. what do you think?
3: Uh, pretty much the same. I think MLS is going to like try so hard to have games and they're just going to be constantly talking about when games are going to happen and they're going to keep pushing this date back like two weeks at a time until finally some dumb idiot in charge says that we can have games and they're just going to do it behind closed doors and they're going to just do it in like not cheap uh... places but like places that don't require 40,000 fans to be there you know what I mean? Yep. Like on training fields and stuff like that, but they're still going to broadcast it, and we're going to have games, and it's going to be stupid. Conference.
2: I don't think they'll play on training fields just because the optics will be really bad. They'll right, play but, I, but I mean it's,
0: it's not going to be. I, don't they play at Gillette still? Still? Yeah. Stadium? Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to be like at Rio Tinto Stadium. It's not going to be at Bank of California Stadium. Like they're they're going to find cheaper places to play the games. And they're still gonna play them, but it's gonna be a reduced schedule and it's gonna be like home and away conference it, it's, only. It's
0: it's gonna be conference only.
3: And then it's gonna be like either a really shitty, dumb playoff system, or it's gonna be like a super expanded conference as, as opposed uh,
0: to the one that we have now, which rules
3: I okay. This is a different conversation for a different time, but they changed the playoff structure and I like it now. I used to not like it it's so much. Fine. I don't but, care.
0: No, they're it's, they're gonna it,
3: it's fine. They're going to like extend it so that a whole bunch of teams are going to get in, or they're going to make it so it's like four teams get in. Uh,
0: the reason and I hate it. our current playoff structure is because it gives people like Andy Carroll a bragging point on those type of calls where he talks about how...
3: We were one of the only teams to win a playoff game in the last ten years, or
0: whatever he said. He had some like stupid, super stupid line that I it seemed to be. It was also like It
2: was like we're the only. Yeah, he said. He said. uh, I thought
0: I misheard him. I swear to God, he said. Us and DC United are the only teams to have won a playoff game in the last two years. And I was like, No, what he said was.
3: What he said was, us and Atlanta United were the only Atlanta. Sorry. To win playoff games in both of the past two seasons,
1: which is accurate, that oh one my be but it's dude. Still, like it's
2: no.
3: not.
2: <laughs> you know what they should do? They should like, do you... like you know those championship banners that they hang in the rafters. They should make <laughs> one that says, "Us and Atlanta United were the only two teams that won a playoff game in the last two years," and just hang we won it out. playoff
3: game. In 2019. It's like us uh, <laughs> and Atlanta United. <you know? laughs> Oh, oh man, that's so good. Oh. Anyway, that's, some that's odd my teams
1: prediction. The
2: oh, right, Jason, prediction for when soccer is going to be back?
0: Yeah,
1: specifically in MLS.
2: It'll probably be like June, which is horrible. It should not be June, but it'll it'll be June. Like if if the world doesn't end because they open everything up in May in the second wave of the viruses and just like apocalyptic it'll be june because they want to they want to get something back as soon as possible regardless we do know
1: that bundesliga could come back in may right
2: may it sounds like it's going to i and i like it sucks to like you know not be able to go to games and anything but if you if you need something to like if you're on the fence about like why this is necessary. Just read any of those articles about that, uh, Atalanta Valencia game that happened in Italy. That was like a fucking nuclear. Bomb oh yeah. For the coronavirus. Like those articles are terrifying and that's a perfectly good, like they're just a perfectly good example of why nobody should be going to a
0: sports game. Is that the one where Paulo Dybala got, got coronavirus? No, it was a Champions
2: League game oh. and it was like in early February and Atlanta they play in a very small stadium. So for Champions League they had to play in Milan stadium, isn't that right? Trevor will know this more than I will. I don't. So they, to, they played the game in the San Siro,
3: which is in Milan because of the capacity.
1: With, which Milan team? Red Milan or Blue Milan?
3: <laughs> Both Milan. Okay, I got to I got to be honest, Justin. I Jason, I don't think that's true. I thought they played in at Atlanta.
0: Nope. So we got in Mac, Let's uh, Mac, it, Mac, and Justin chiming in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll only accept this if I can be Mac from It's Always Sunny.
0: Dude, the new the 14th season's on Hulu now. So. Oh, is it? Hold on. I found got some
3: article about to it.
1: Do. We have to end the podcast now. Then.
3: <laughs> oh, come on. Um, Jason and I are racing to see who can find this article first.
1: I'm reading a Wall Street Journal one. The stadium San Siro had enough room in the stands for twice as many. Yeah, so they played
2: it there, right. right okay. They played You're there right. for capacity reasons. Can. And like prior to that, you know, uh, the virus had been pretty bad in Italy, but not terrible. And just FYI, Atalanta are from Bergamo or however the hell you pronounce it, I'm not Italian, which is like in <coughs> northern Italy, which is where the virus has been terrible. And then after this game happened, is when. Uh, basically, the apocalypse happened in Italy with the coronavirus. Like, yeah, Bergamo, and then, was, Bergamo fans... was like the
3: hardest hit city in all of Italy. It was Bergamo yeah. and like all of Lombardy, which is where San Siro is in and, northern Italy. Like, those are the two hardest hit regions in one of the hardest hit countries. And it and mostly played like... that game.
2: Yeah, Spain had been like very mildly affected by the virus up to that point. And then, like, two weeks later, they were in nationwide lockdown because people traveled and brought it back with them. Like, it was just a nightmare, man. Like, I think Valencia was one game. And I think Valencia, was the, f- I think Valencia was the first
3: team to have players like test positive for it. In Spain. Yeah, they were. It was, it was so, really bad. Was one game really does that. Yeah, it's going to be a disaster. People we'll go to games.
1: Okay, second question. Okay uh related jason why don't we have you start um but i'll tell you the question before you answer
0: it this is a very professional podcast lucky Um, (laughs) as opposed to um
1: the other podcasts we do sorry
0: i meant the question before the answer part (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: i just have to remember the question you know um when will you personally feel comfortable uh going to like a packed stadium again is it this year?
2: No, it won't be until 2021 at the earliest.
1: Kyle? Uh, oh, no, Jason, unless you're saying more things, Jason. Yeah.
2: No, I was just going to say, Uh, I live in Dallas and sporting events here aren't packed, so they'll be okay. <laughs> uh, it's a great to no, to like,
0: Dallas game.
2: Or like a Rangers game. No one goes to Rangers games, so...
0: Hmm. Go see a
1: yeah, good Dallas a
2: 2021 game. 2021 at the earliest. Like, I don't feel comfortable going to the grocery store, man. I'm not going to a stadium full of people. Like, hell no. Okay.
0: Yeah. Are are you able to work remotely, Jason? I just, I am
2: able to work remotely. Yes, but I just was allowed to start re- working remotely uh, three days ago. Wow. I was Th- one of the like three last, days
0: ago, dude.
2: I was like one of the last ten people in my office. Wow. Started working remotely, but I'm like a manager, so.
0: You're We're Mr. Manager. Yeah. Um, I won't be going to a sporting event for the rest of it. it's going to be till next spring, at the earliest. Um, especially because there's going to be multiple waves of uh, this thing, which people are really upset about people are talking about multiple waves because they think that's just a more of an excuse to institute uh luxury communism upon the country so um but yeah i think it's gonna be especially people start getting reckless like in the next couple months the fact that georgia's opening stuff back up right now despite being one of the um they are not in good shape especially compared to places like here uh I think we're going to be having quite the reckoning at the end of summer, and um, there's—I don't think there's any chance of us going to a sporting game, whether we want to or not, for the rest of the year. So it's going to be uh, at least a
3: year from now. Trevor, I don't know. Here's the, like, there's a lot of what Kyle said that I totally believe—that it's it's going to be a, a disaster. There's just an article. Um, that I was reading earlier that basically said like, we're not even close to done with this thing and it's only going to keep getting worse. And like, there's that part of me that like truly believes that it's going to be like a year or maybe two years before they have people in stadiums and before people are comfortable again. But there's also the part of me that realizes that we live in this country and this time with these leaders. And honestly, they, I wouldn't put it past them to start opening up games like like the NFL starts in like what September?
2: Oh, dude, the oh, NFL man. is going to be open for business.
3: It, that's like... what I'm saying. Like, it, oh, geez. So, with that, I honestly think it'll probably be two or three years before I'm like extremely comfortable going to games. That said, in that timeline, I'm sure there's going to be some advancements made in treatments. And like it's just, it's hard to predict. But I'm not <laughs> planning on going anytime soon. And unless something drastic changes. I'm, yeah. Like it's gonna take something special to get me back to games anytime soon. I mean, I mean, like anytime in the next two or three years.
2: I'm gonna come to Dude. a game and give all of you the coronavirus.
1: It'll just be good to see you, Jason.
0: Yeah, Jason. All four of us will be in section thirty-five. Just the four of us. No one else in the stadium. And you can just give it to all three of us, and oh, then we'll, we'll all just be, be happy. standing
2: right next to each other.
1: <laughs> okay, so I did have like a crazy thought. Okay. Um and I hope Deloy Hansen's not listening to this because it might give him ideas. Uh what if they just sold out one section to one family for like ten thousand dollars or something? One very rich family. And then they just fill the stadium. Phil is relative. Uh they just put thirty five families or however many thirty families. Can they families. even
0: sell boxes currently or are they just giving those away? I don't know. That's I, I would say that's a great that's idea like putting like a family per section. <laughs>
1: yeah. like, but I like, would, I don't I even, I don't go to that.
0: that would be, that would be great. Um, but I would I not know.
1: pay
0: $10,000. Yeah. Anyway, would anyone my... pay $10,000 to see uh, RSL freaking? Nope. Hey, well I was, I really wanted to take a hit at my boy Brooks, but he did, doesn't play for us anymore.
1: Um, how about Luke Mulholland RSL legend?
0: He is a bit of a legend. Um, now, what if
1: you were guaranteed that he'd hit the goalpost again? They'd like dude, run into the goalpost. Like is that worth that ten thousand dollars?
0: I I wouldn't I wouldn't pay a few bucks for that again. I would just like to see the GIF over and over instead.
1: If the I were the conversation
0: there, is I, I would predicated on the
3: with idea me, that we have ten thousand dollars, Matt.
0: Yeah. Dude, if I, if I were <laughs> a billionaire, boy, hoo, hoo, you guys would be in a world of hurt. Just kidding. I'd would, I'd would be so nice to you guys. I would give you guys
3: would you, so much money. Would you lay me off? <laughs> would you be so kind as to lay me off and, and not blow me at all? Again,
0: people don't contemplate – people can't contemplate or even grasp how much money a billion dollars even is. So it's like you can – so something – this isn't a shot of Jake by any means, but Jake – but I will take this shot anyway. Jake was talking about how he has aspirations of being a wealthy man, which that's cool. Like I, I love, you know, if you have aspirations of ha- making a lot of money for yourself, that's great. There's that, but then there's also being a billionaire, and that's something that like that's a different level of not just like doing well for yourself. It's like it's it's not something that that the that the regular human mind can conceive of. That's how few have existed, and yeah, at like in in all of human existence it's not something that you just like strive for and become it's like it's sickness
1: and on that note i think that's uh that's Reagan. the kyle rant to end the episode
0: sorry is wait, that something wait. i usually i usually talk about fun cute media stuff like uh, uh oh i i did it i did a soccer contest today on twitter oh i saw that i i juggled yep. a ball
2: what were your guys' uh Mount Rushmores that you've been doing? I saw Listen to the last episode, dude. Oh my
1: it was so bad. I did it was the great. uh mine was Louis Skill, Luke Mulholland. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, wait, wait,
2: no, wait. Are these supposed to be like ironic Mount Rushmore? No, no,
0: no, no, no. We had That's we bad. had We had like, we like have four five, different Mount Rushmores that we created. We have we have your five through eight Mount Rushmore, and then you have your deep cuts Mount Rushmore.
1: And then um, your really bad Mount Rushmore.
0: i guess we did three mount rushmore's other than okay we each did four mount rushmore's last time really
3: i do i don't know i I know we we did did too many for sure
0: okay for some people the deep cuts became also bad i think because matt had had, had to make the distinction that um what's the japanese dude's name
3: Terakazu tanaka
0: tanaka you had to make the distinction that Tanaka isn't bad. He's just, he's the deep cut. So we only yeah. did two extra ones.
1: Oh, you're three.
0: right. We did three, three including our, our normal one through four. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> give <laughs> us your one through four, five through eight, and deep cuts.
2: Okay, just spitballing. Uh, yep. Let's say one through four is Kyle Beckerman, Nick Armando, Javi Morales. Those three out of the way.
0: Yep. Uh, uh
2: and then probably Nap Orchers would be eaten four. Okay. Okay. That's fair. We
0: okay. all had like a different four. It was Saborillo, we had um Rice Olave. Olave was another one. My anyway. f-
2: I think my five, I don't know, Matt might have matched my five, but my five uh Ned Grabavoy, uh just to be yep. on brand. And then <laughs> yep. was that Matt's five two Was that your five, Matt?
0: Yeah, what's your five yeah. through eight, Jason? Keep going. So that's five. Okay, five
2: through eight: uh, Ned, uh, Olave, Tony Beltran. Uh, I'm trying, and then P- Sabo because I have to get him in there yep. somewhere. <clears throat> okay, no Plata, so no
0: Plata for rate. Jason.
2: Yeah, I know. Heartbreak. That
0: sucks. He'd probably be your nine, though. I feel like he
2: probably definitely would be.
1: Okay, uh, sure uh, your deep cuts. You think?
2: <laughs> oh. My deep cuts. Oh man, deep cuts. Just like
0: the the uh, the forgettable, but the like forever in our hearts. Like mine was, um, I can't even. I think I had Lavelle Palmer. Uh, <laughs> I had Ian Paul Joy. Oh, I gosh. had. Um, yeah. I can't the remember who it was, was on somebody's. I think I was on. I think he was on Lucas's. Uh, deep cuts.
2: Down. I would. I could do deep cuts. Just like only. 2013 players. I would do Perfect. uh Omez Garcia, Kari yep. Stevenson. Yes. Uh, because dude, the the most fun I have like probably ever had going to Real Lake Games is watching mm-hmm. Kari Stevenson shoot from fucking <laughs> midfield in the open cup like every game in 2013. <laughs> and, just, and they like, were all like rhythm.
0: yep, they were all like in-step like line drive shots, just
2: yeah, and then uh uh, Cole Grossman. I'm just Ooh, trying to.
0: Oh, like, interesting. I thought I, I had. Chris, I, I think you should put Chris Schuler above Cole Grossman on the. Yeah, 2013. I'm still going.
2: I'm still. I like, and then no, 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 dude. It's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, Kenny Mansali. Like that's got to be <laughs> the new cuts Like
3: solely oh for the
2: clips for kids Instagram posts. <laughs> 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 the number one reason that yeah. you make.
0: Goals. Dude, then, that's such a good post. If he were like a lot more famous, that would be that would be like a like would extend past just like a small group of RSL fans. That would be like I I don't know. I I would put that up there with some of my favorite of all time, like athlete posts, media, like, like the yeah. Danny Green at the Holocaust Museum. That's a that's a classic.
2: Dude, RSL has some like legendary social media. You have. Sunday, Stephen wearing a <laughs> dirty fucking hat oh, in his Jesus. Instagram post.
3: I've been looking and for then, that uh, hat. I want to buy that hat. So dude, bad.
0: That was one of the when, when I saw we signed him and they tagged him in there. I went to his profile. I was like, dude, this guy looks sick. And then I found that picture. I was like, oh no, oh no. Uh, and then
2: bad players, problem. deep cuts would be like. The thing that's cool about 2013 is you could like also make up bad players team cuts, (laughs) like
0: uh, was Sandoval on that team? Yeah, or was he already out? Josh
2: Saunders, uh, Rich Balchan. Oh no! And then I think uh, that right back that we drafted, and then from like. Luke Neal or whatever his name was, and then we never signed him. He like never made. <laughs> he would have been on the roster that year. I can't remember his name though.
1: Oh,
3: ah, Matt might know who I'm talking about. I know you're talking
1: but I don't remember the name off the top of my head.
3: We drafted a lot of right backs so and we never signed them. So I
1: mean, because we had a great right back on our roster,
2: <laughs> which yeah, makes so like we... sense that we kept drafting players kept that played that position.
3: We had players. so
0: yeah, we had uh, Kwame Watson-Sirib. Sirobo. 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 Whatever. Um, you
1: know, 2013 is like the year of concussions.
0: We had oh, dude, you know, Ryan Neal.
2: I got his last name right. Ryan oh, Neal. There you go. Oh, okay. We good. had
0: Yordani Alvarez. We had um, Enzo Martinez, was technically an RSL yep. player
3: technically um, he was on the team for like three years <laughs> well yeah but did he did he play at all on no he got no, he got played. like, he he, he got, like 10 or 12 minutes i think no he
1: got no not, minutes. not in
3: 2013
1: he didn't not get 20 minutes for RFL, ever outside of like reserves games really
0: okay. okay um he had enzo david viana uh benji Aaron lopez is-
1: Benji, oh, Benji Lopez.
2: Benji Lopez. That's a deep cut. Benji Lopez, dude. That's some
1: <laughs> terrible things on social media.
0: Benji Oh. Were, oh. But... Oh, we
1: didn't even talk about Matic the Matic.
0: other the academy the academy player right now. Oh, well, can't, let, uh... let's,
1: let's skip that one.
0: Sorry, okay. Uh Wait, wait let's talk about that off the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um Brandon McDonald. I don't even remember who he is. Uh, one of DC United players. Yeah. DC United. Uh, he was uh Jordani Alvarez. Dude this
2: this is awesome the Wikipedia page Jordani that Alvarez, really forward Jordani
0: Alvarez uh Wait Josh Saunders is Puerto Rican? No that's yeah. not correct. <laughs> why is, is there why is there a, Dude he's Puerto Rican.
3: Yeah. No oh, that's, yeah, one, of does, my, that's yeah, one of my, that, my that, favorite, that's, a good like, cap. that's one of my favorite That's one of my favorite like, like little known MLS fans. <laughs> that Josh Saunders represents Puerto Rico at the international <laughs> level. We well, it for represents the
1: yes, for a, year, so. a stretch. Became, why is
0: why yes, is Puerto Cap. Rico their own international team?
3: They're not. That's the best part about it. Like they're they're so a me- they're a member of like like I think they have their own like soccer league. So they have their they're own like part soccer of federation, Cap. but it's not like a FIFA recognized like federation.
0: It is. They're part of yeah, well, they're is. part of they're part of CONCACAF. Is it? Yeah. yeah, they're part. They're actually part of CONCACAF. I thought they were part uh, of
3: uh, uh, the the sub federation of like just the Caribbean states, state dude, country. Well, that's, no, that no, is they've... their sub-con-
0: the sub confederation goes up to the, uh, the up to the actual confederation, which is CONCACAF. So they're part right, of the Cfu.
1: They've even just won in... a World Cup qualifier. <laughs> One, One against Granada.
3: Yeah, but dude, what? But I thought, okay, maybe I'm just completely wrong. When was the last time they played a game as Puerto Rico, though? Because it's been years, hasn't it? Um, no,
0: uh,
2: no, I don't think it's like a Basque Country thing, where they, like, just play when they want to.
1: September 2019, it looks like. Oh, jeez. Alright. Unless um, well, nobody's updated the Wikipedia page, which is distinctly possible and real. Rio- oh, no, November 2019.
3: Dude. I've, got a, Devin I've got a catch up on my Puerto Rico...
1: They beat an... In- Anglia? Yeah. Anglia.
0: Yo, there's a team called Bangladesh Police FC. Police FC. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: We'll uh, we'll get into some of those deep cuts on another episode. alright. <laughs> for now, I think it's it's time to call this a one-hour, thirty-eight-minute episode. This is back to we did normal off the crossbar lengths. Back when Jason was uh, I got a piece super in, bad too, in the so. great state of Utah.
0: Thanks, Jason, bro. it's
1: it's been a pleasure for uh, joining us on this thirteenth episode of the second iteration Uh, you're welcome anytime as long as you don't step a foot into my house until this is all over and then you're welcome and I'll make you dinner
0: goodbye everyone
1: say goodnight Trevor
0: oh goodbye guys
3: (laughs) thank you Jason